today on this American Dice. We want to preview our new campaign. This game will use the Dungeon World system, which we don't hide. We're very big fans of here. We're using it to run some of the first and most beloved early modules of Dungeons & Dragons. We really want it to revel in that over-the-top 80s dark fantasy heavy metal aesthetic. We recorded this as a one-shot, but we liked it so much, we kept it going. Imagine these first few episodes as a lost VHS tape you found in your uncle's garage. The handwritten label reads, Scale and Shadow, colon, The Temple of Elemental Evil. The village of Hamlet has grown up around a crossroads in a once unremarkable woodland. Once far away from any important activity, it became embroiled in the struggle between gods and demons when the Temple of Elemental Evil arose but a few leagues away. Luckily for its inhabitants, the temple and its evil hordes were destroyed years ago. But how long can the villagers hope the dark entities will remain chained away in the depths of the temple's dungeons? Rokai, tell us about Rokai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, I guess if, if this were like a movie and he stepped into frame, what would be the important things we would see about him as well? Oh, I am Jacob. Okay. <laughs> I'm creepy, crazy, wild, and strange. The Favorite key. Nickelodeon show. Yeah. <laughs> With Omar Gooding Jr. <laughs> the key uh, aspect is paranoid. Oh, this character. So, so he's like fidgety. Yeah, very fidgety. Looking around everywhere. Sizing everybody up. Doesn't wear a big hat with a brim because that would mess up with peripheral vision. So, very, very aware. Very kind of crazy looking. Bags under his eyes. That kind of trigger happy wizard. Sounds great so far. If, yeah, yeah, very much so. <laughs> Loose cannon caught up too late, staking out um, <laughs> a drug house. The wizard. <laughs> the wizard. Perfect. And your name is Lohan? Uh, Brandon, and I'm playing uh, Lohan Loquad. He is a real young, like, street urchin kid. It looks like he, he just got out of, like, the homeless colony this morning. Um, homeless colony? That's, that's even better. <laughs> <laughs> They've taken over. <laughs> I have nowhere to call home except for this colony of homeless. <laughs> this is my home. The homeless colony. Colonies are saying that they demand representation. lest taxation not be upon <laughs> The homeless, they're not paying any taxes. They said it. They yelled it on a corner. <laughs> Yeah, so he's wearing rags, and he's really (laughs) dirty and stinky, and he looks a little shifty, and he's, like, real thin. Mm. Also, he's, like, I don't know, 16, 17, maybe. Oh, nice. So he's kind of a young delinquent delinquent kid, and uh, as far as you can tell, he doesn't have any weapons on him, and he's just kind of, like, he's got, he's just covered in rags. You can barely see him. So is part of the reason Rokai is so paranoid, because of Lohan? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how many things he walked in here with. Some shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I came in here with five. I'm starting to run low. <laughs> uh, and Caster? My name's Austin, and I'm playing Caster, or Caster the Cursed. And um, uh, Caster the Cursed is a human who uh, looks like he's been through some shit. Uh, I think his, his head, uh, his hair is like pretty close cropped, like almost like your level of like, like tight, but I think on like the right side of his head. For listeners, very tight. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So very short. So like maybe half an inch at the most. And then, um, his head is half an inch large. (laughs) He has microcephaly. (laughs) Very long. Guess what, guess what stat is the lowest. Um, yeah, so he... (laughs) He is a tapeworm. I didn't tell you that. the body. Yeah. He's a tapeworm with a human body. Took over the tapeworm gym. Yeah, he's a tapeworm guiding a human body. Now, he, uh, he has, like, close, like, shorn hair. But on the right side, it's, like, kind of messed up. And I think he has, like, a lot of, like, sc- like tiny scars, like, all over his face. And one of the big things On the one side or all on, over? On his right side. The hair right is side messed up? Or the, 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 yeah, the hair. Like, the kind of thing, like, when a person has, like, scarred their scalp bad enough. Oh, where gotcha. it interferes with the hair growth. Okay. I know you've never seen this, but, like, Thor and Ragnarok kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. 
What? That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Is that a movie about a green man and a handsome man who have a funny space comedy? Hey, they could both be handsome. See the great Muppet Keeper. That's why I'm hard. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah. So he, um, his his whole deal is that he had been he had been a priest, like he had been a cleric, um, and he had been part of an order that was supposed to be very much this like um, like ascetic, detached order of monks, and uh, he was like kind of very in tuned with like with like the god of that order. So because this is going to be good for me to ask the same questions. Mm-hmm. I like where this is going, though. But I assume a very noticeable arm, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he tries. He tries to hide it, and I think when he walks about, like if we see a shot of him in the tavern, he actually looks like a person with one arm. So, like one arm is out, and the other arm is inside his cloak. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh, um, wait, save it for the big reveal okay. when you bring it out. Then yeah. That's true. So he's only got one arm. What a useless <laughs> fighter. <laughs> yeah, so he's just got one but arm. Does he look like a fighter? Or um, does he look more like a monk? I think he looks... He does like as, as viewers, as you're walking onto the frame, do we just... Would we assume he's a fighter? I think we would assume like he's like a fighter or some kind of shady character. Like at this point, mm-hmm. like he looks kind of... Um, uh, like he kind of has like dead eyes. Yeah. And... Uh, the the dude who plays Braun in yeah. um, in Game of Thrones, I think, would maybe play this guy, mm-hmm. and so he's kind of like just like stand sitting there, like staring at like a cup of a mug of ale and soup. Oh, we, we're we're walking in the forest. Actually, he's the Ta- tavern. Him. He's holding yeah. a cup yeah. of mug and soup while walking. Yeah, through because the just in his one arm. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> got a cup holder. Yeah, yeah. it's oh, like yeah. ale the soup. soup. The soup is beer cheese. <laughs> Beer cheese soup, so it's one thing. <laughs> yeah. Chicken noodle cores. I like that it's like two kind of creepy, shady dudes, mm-hmm. and then they're homeless shot. Yeah. They're just running around this forest. My two dads. <laughs> My two dads. The three of this this merry band of adventurers. <laughs> traveling for like probably a week or so, like a week or more. There's maybe like whatever village there definitely like a week or so away and then there's maybe like a big city somewhere too it's even further away but for whatever reason and those are places we're coming from not going to yeah right now you're going to answer the call for aid that this um hamlet yeah from hamlet this know nothing like uh totally little like mayor type person sending out aid like calls for aid to, for adventurers some kind of dangerous stuff going on and this was like very near the site of where that Temple of Elemental Evil and stories of lore, like maybe the past one generation ago. What? Doe. I know it well. Yeah. <laughs> and um, actually, I guess it'd just be toe. Yeah, shape of toe. <laughs> yeah. I like that. The so you guys have been on the road for a long time. It's been a hard journey. Um, do you guys have horses or anything? Or is this all foot? I don't trust like donkeys. <laughs> I'm on foot. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't afford them. Yeah, I think that that's part of the deal of this is like that these three people are just like so poor <laughs> that yeah. they're just like carting the shit around on their on their backs. Yeah, and I, I feel probably um, like when you set out, you had some coin and stuff. Maybe at the village, you spent some, and then another village, you spent some, and now you're kind of just out. However much you start with, which I know none of them, aside from maybe the thief, start with mm-hmm. almost any coin. So resources oh. are low. None that I know of. Yeah, None we had says. we had we had a donkey or a mule or something like that as like a pack animal that was traveling with us, and then um, we ate it. Uh, yeah, I think I think we ate it and uh, <laughs> sold like sold the the meat to somebody to like cure the rest, and so our rations are all donkey jerky. Oh, perfect! Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was our donkey name? Because I feel yeah. like that's what we um, call the jerky when we eat it. George Jerky. Well, no, no, no. That, that's the name of the oh, jerky George, now. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> um, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy Jerky. jerky. Oh, oh yeah. that's good to be. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. The slice of Eddie Murphy. <laughs> See, um, yeah. <laughs> Even though you've probably heard a lot of rumors and stuff about like, brigands all over the place, these thieves, highwaymen, um, you so far have been able to kind of avoid them. You haven't seen any necessarily. You might have seen signs of them perhaps but I'm very anxious about these brigands around so Castor though I got her oh wait we did her shoes 
I totally forgot. We didn't do bombs. That's we didn't do bombs. Yeah, 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 we're supposed to do it. Yeah, actually, let's start with you. All right. So, Jester. Hmm. I worry about the ability of. Is it Raikou? Rokai. 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 Switch several letters. How dare I worry about. So, Caster worries about the ability of Rokai to survive in a dungeon. Because, uh, yeah, he just thinks, like, he's like, this paranoia is going to get you. This is going to is gonna fuck us all up. Oh, uh, I definitely stole something from Rokai. Uh, I don't know what Rokai really has much to steal, but... Well, you tell us. Definitely the last of his coin and probably also his shoes. He's walking around. Mm-hmm. Right now. <laughs> no, I'm going with the shoes thing. Wow. We're in a tavern. Well, things happen. I was going to say. No, you're walking through the woods. With we <laughs> were in a tavern, oh, I and see. then that's when I stole the things. That, yes, I gotcha. was thinking. So for some reason, I have long rags on, so nobody notices that I have a nice new pair of shoes on instead mm-hmm. of my like wearing cloth wrapped around my feet. He's wearing white Reeboks, <laughs> <laughs> Jordans. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking that I had multiple pairs of shoes. Actually, specifically an odd number because I'm so paranoid. But if I am shoeless, that's okay too. I can live in shoes. You tell us. You tell us. Jakes. Okay. I, those are your lucky shoes though. Maybe that's why you're so paranoid. I don't know. One of the reasons. <laughs> <laughs> that's number 14 on the yeah, list of yeah. On the very well-kept list that I'm afraid people are erasing entries from <laughs> of paranoia. Mm-hmm. This is as long as it was yesterday. <laughs> Somebody shifted this letter. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I think I have five pairs of shoes, each of them a different color. Not wow. pairs, like each shoe. No, no, not five pairs. Five shoes. <laughs> shoes. And they're all, all like that type of uncomfortable shoe that isn't for a left or right foot. Uh, yeah. Well, that's old shoes. I'm so paranoid yeah. that I'm going to be left with an odd, you know, an odd number anyway, or, you know, have to replace one. And it's like, oh, I don't want two left. So. <laughs> so two nuns. Um, so anyway, I've got five different colored shoes um, that are all somewhat uncomfortable. Do you have any bonds? Yes. <laughs> so the bond, my bond is I love my shoes. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, gold, yeah. Gold bonds? <laughs> all my bonds are shoe related. So, Weird. so I need to pick oh, at least one. I could do multiple. You could do a ton. Because you can also add them later. Like when things happen. If you like roll to help somebody or hurt somebody, you can add a bond then. Okay, could I do that with the blank space? Yeah. yeah. So could I do all three of these and then not be mm-hmm. you know, super limited? Well, you only have two people, so. Yeah. There's only so many. Limited to at least two right now. Oh, I can't repeat a person? Uh, not yet. Not for the first part. Okay. Later on. I don't know if that's an actual rule, but. Yeah, it's what we're That's fine. Yes. Um, okay, then. Caster is woefully misinformed about the world. Semicolon. I will teach them all that I can. And Lohan is keeping an important secret from me. <laughs> My shoes. It might not be. It might not be related. that. It might not be that. You never know. I don't know. Similarly, I think that Lohan owes me his life, whether he admits it or not. <laughs> Makes sense. So that means I have two good ways to go with uh, my relationship with a uh, caster. Either has my back when things go wrong. He knows incriminating details <laughs> about me. I feel yeah. like I put the second slightly better. But okay. Which one was that? Uh, yes. Caster knows incriminating details about me. Alright. Yeah. Should we explain that right now? Yeah, I was or? about to ask. Well, oh. that and what this life-saving thing was, if they're related. Oh, I think they're absolutely oh, yeah, related. definitely. I think I saw him, like, in the, when we were back in the city, I saw him definitely, like, commit this crime. Mm-hmm. Like, he committed this crime where he could have gotten, like, in serious, serious trouble. I didn't speak up to, like, various, like, whatever authorities. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make this over the top. I think when they couldn't get... So, like, I know that he committed this crime. It was this big deal that people were super upset about. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, okay, you know, he'll be... He, like, it'll be good to have him on our side to do this bigger, more important thing. And so I won't... I won't rat him out. But also enough people had an idea of what happened that like a lynch mob kind of group like came to like our inn and Caster just beat the hell out of everybody. Mm, okay. And so like like that happened and so like he's like so if we go back there Caster is probably the one more but people are like that guy's probably more involved in this because after all he beat the hell out of this lynch mob. <laughs> Makes sense. Like a mob of people. That's awesome. I love that. So 
do I need to define what the misinformation or important secret are for my bonds, or is that okay to leave? Um, do you have any idea for them? I don't, which is why I was hoping that okay. it would not be important to... Good. I'm fine with that. Okay. You can, re- you can re- uh, dramatically reveal it through play if you want. Okay, excellent. Um, I have a couple more questions before we get started officially. So, Castro, you said you used to be kind of you're part of a religious order? Oh, yeah. He was like a, uh, an acolyte of Kan of Kanyao. The sun god. Kanyao. <laughs> that sounds like a 90s infomercial. The acolyte of Kanyao. Kanyao, uh, who sets in the West. Ooh, I love it. Oh, that's amazing. That's so good. Yeah. What a great history oh, we have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, right. uh, and I think, yeah, that's like, that's like kind of like, like the high god of the land kind of a thing. Like that's like the equivalent of like, like worshiping Zeus or Jupiter kind of a thing. Perfect. To, to follow up on that, there's this, um, this bishop that's in Hamlet. They kind of set up this cathedral, like right outside after the, the fall of the te- temple of elemental evil. Mm-hmm. Yep. The fall of the toe. To, um, you know, to honor Kanyao and all of his uh, disciples that helped out in this this war, this holy war, the king or whatever financed this cathedral there. But it's not complete, and it won't be complete for maybe a century. But, oh, um, my. Yeah. It takes a long time. Um, there's this bishop there, Turjan. Um, Turjan, you know somehow, but what are your... Is it a good relationship? Is it a bad one? Have you, is it, mm-hmm. I haven't seen him in a long time. What? He, I will say he's he's called the old bishop too, so he's pretty Ooh. elderly at this point. Turjan is the one who um, first brought Castor into the fold, mm-hmm. uh, but the two of them haven't like spoken in a long time uh, since Castor's fall from grace within the church. Mm-hmm. And, like I think not fall from grace and subsequent like exile from it. Mm-hmm. This reads very Jedi to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, so Turjan, yeah. Yeah, so Turjan T R J O N. Turjan is the one who like brought him, brought Castor into the into the order and kind of like saw his like earliest like I'm fifteen or sixteen and like kind of committing myself to this stuff. Maybe even like almost first communion kind of like stuff. Right. And then like like I'm gonna go off to the big city and join the order and become a priest just like you. I don't want to wind up in the homeless colony. Yeah. I don't want to wind up in the homeless colony. So were you? From Hamlet, or is this he moved here since then? Nope, he's from Hamlet. Castor's from Hamlet. Oh, yeah. from Hamlet. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, is absolutely. your family still here? Are they dead or he doesn't know? Oh, that's one of the things. That's one of the things about Kanye is like you cut off all, you sever all your ties to your worldly. Um, the only like, light can be Kanye. Kanye is the only <laughs> light. Yeah, beautiful, awesome. Kanye rises in the east and sets in the west. There is nothing else. <laughs> Love it. I got a question for you. So mm-hmm. there's there's some rumors that adventurers over the years have kind of stripped all the treasure out of it and stuff. But there's rumors that they missed one. What's what's this thing that would if you if you got it, you could almost retire on this. And this is in Hamlet or in the, the temple? In the temple. Somewhere in these in either Hamlet or this temple or somewhere. It was never accounted for, so it could be anywhere. I don't know if anyone is in soccer. My pitch is the golden boot. It's a single shoe. You just, toe just toe love this footwear. I really love this toe. <laughs> it's, thing, huh? It just—it keeps coming up. <laughs> like the like numbers—they just keep adding up. I was thinking, um, it was—it's this like huge silver nail that was actually one of the items that was used to like seal away the evil in this temple. Oh, okay. That's cool. I like that. Almost like a huge, like, silver stake to kill a yeah, werewolf yeah. vampire kind of thing. And like, wait a minute, that thing's made out of pure silver. Is it, <laughs> does it have a special name, or is it just... Or is the name lost to time? Yeah, the name's lost Oh, it's gotta be tower-related. The gold bond. So, Rokai, based on your character, I think I gotta ask, what do you fear the most coming to Hopley? Oh, that what, what's long. like what the reason? Fear. The reason why you voted against this, but you were overruled. How big is the tower? Um, you know, it's hard to say. It was like a generation ago. I mean, the tales every every person that you talk to says it's bigger than the last. So, you know, like, does it still exist, or has it been wiped from the face of the earth? It supposedly was brought down brick by brick. 
ones. They shouldn't exist anymore. And yet, the rumors persist. <laughs> so am I. Well, there's probably like hedge witches, you know, that have like, oh, here's a you know, brick from the Temple of Elemental Evil. Put it on your bed and it'll curse your enemies. Uh, I'm sure there's that kind of stuff going salesman. on. Yeah. Total oil salesman. So, my great fear among many, but my current <laughs> greatest fear with Hamlet in particular is that I don't know how much sense I slash DMD had at this time of multiple planes, but. You're a wizard. If yeah, anyone knows, you're you a do. wizard, yeah. And if I don't know it, I think I do. So yeah, that's well, it's <laughs> Oh, that's a great that's a great idea. I'm gonna use I'm gonna use those books <laughs> to be toe related. But podiatry. Um, <laughs> Wait, did you injure your ankle? <laughs> I might have a solution. So um, my greatest fear coming to Hobbit is that it actually exists on this interplanar space. Which is why the Tower of Elemental Evil Toe originated. <laughs> but I'm afraid that there are four more toes that are connected. They make up a whole foot. Indeed. That are connected. As everyone knew it was in this setting, <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> humans have four toes. <laughs> Wait, no, there's four, four more. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> that does make more sense. <laughs> I didn't feel that hard, I hope. Um, so, there are four more towers connected to this one and that they might actually be shifting in space that they occupy because it's this interplanar region all kind of switched down on top of each other and so I'm afraid that at any given time the one that has been defeated would just be boop, replaced with a giant one at full power that we can't even comprehend and then I'm just going to die but more importantly I'm very afraid of dying and not knowing how I died that's really the big thing. Interesting. Is if that tower shows up and then it's like, ah, oh, what kind of demons do they have? Like, is it a giant meatball from the sky that's going to kill me? I don't know, Ooh, but I'm terrified. And now I'm dead. But I'm terrified. Exactly. So I'm terrified. Like your that. fasciitis. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Alright, awesome. That's what's been going into it. You guys have been, maybe it's like a drizzle. It's even been raining. Like, just to, just to, bring home that misery that's going on in this travel very close to dawn, but still like nighttime, kind of. So it's darkest. Yeah, but the reason you've, I guess, decided to come is you, you saw this big bonfire of, like ahead of you, and you're like, oh great, this maybe another adventurer or something, maybe they have like a towel. News. Oh, what could possibly go wrong? Yeah, and you're supposed to be very close to Hamlet anyway, so you're taking like, it's a like an act, this Holland's also situated on kind of like crossroads, so it's like a, you're not in the wilderness. It's still kind of like a traveled path. Mm-hmm. It's a planar crossroad. This bonfire, and as you get closer, it's kind of like a, a sparse kind of woods type situation. Do we hear anything coming from this bonfire? Yeah. You see people like moving across this bonfire, then you start you hear howling mm. and then screaming. That ain't good. Or these people that were kind of going, it's hard to see them, but they kind of turn toward you guys, I guess, maybe when you say that. And you see that these people wearing these kind of raggedy cloaks that had hoods up, and they kind of take them down, and you see that their faces are like these horrible foxes or wolves or something, like full of teeth, probably muddy. And you see this bonfire, not a bonfire at all, it's kind of a pyre. This person is kind of tied to it. Just about dead, if not. I mean, the horrible pain, are they, they might be dead. Are they still alive? Yeah, they do it. Um, I did say they were screaming, so. Enough really to do that. Are. Enough to scream. So, uh, no. Um, what's the idea? And there are how many of these people? Five. Uh, six. Oh, oh Cast- Caster just swears and he just says, like, night to him. And just. He sprints for this person who's who's and uh, he's gonna he's gotta save this person. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm gonna take a take a poll of everybody. What what are you up to? Um, well, Lohan's definitely uh, had Caster on the back. All right, go go take care of him, Tiger. He's flying off the woods. Right behind. So we've been like a group before, right? Yeah. Is this is right? seen our first rodeo. Yeah. This is you know, 
your thirtieth adventure or something. Okay, okay. Who knows? Okay. It's like you're old. Friends. You guys have yeah. raised me from a child. You still send me back to the homeless call every night. <laughs> What's the fuck, guys? I don't have a home either. Okay? <laughs> I'm too good for that. I remember when you were a sperm. <laughs> It was weird. <laughs> first quest was an egg. It was Okay, then my first thing, this is like a practiced hand kind of thing, is I reach out to Lohan and I turn you invisible. Oh, perfect. Mm. Nice. Wonderful. Okay, so I think it makes the most sense then. Let's do that spell first. Okay. As, um, Kind of caster runs off. Cast that spell, right? So to do a thing in this game, you're always going to end up rolling just like with mass, just two d six. If you have to roll anything, it's always just two d six. Yeah, this is just that's up for damage. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So round up spell damage. Yeah. Wow, pretty good. Not the one. Awesome. Rest your eggs. You got so what happens on the 10 plus? Oh, dang, yeah, so I got 13. 13. Um, so it's successfully cast, and I can pass it again later. Awesome. So, what does invisibility say? So, invisibility says touch an ally. Nobody can see them. They're invisible! Exclamation point. The spell persists until the target attacks, or I dismiss the effect. While the spell is ongoing, I cannot cast a spell. Alright, so you just kind of disappear. Are you still running into the woods or are you batting up uh, caster in this case? Um, well, I'm trying to get behind them, but I guess, yeah, now that I'm invisible, I can kind of just do it. I can run right past them and turn around and run right Okay, behind. awesome. So I think uh, in the movie of this, you just go like Predator and we kind of see you blur away as caster kind of runs in. So. As you're closer to these people, you can see them a little bit better. They're all, like, way taller than you would hope. They're, like, uh, seven oh. feet-ish. Oh, and then there's one that's geez. even taller. It's, like, eight or nine feet, maybe. So, like, and he is sprinting towards this, like, just head-on. But he's going to try to, like, kind of get the lay of the land to figure out. He wants to, like, almost leap at this guy to try to, like, get him off of here. Leap at person. whoever is on the pyre to get them out of there. That's the chief goal. Mm-hmm. If he can figure out a good way to do that while he's sprinting up, awesome. If he has to encounter any of these people, he uh, any of these fox creatures, these vulpine fiends, he's more than uh, he's more than willing to uh, uh, fight them. But his main goal is to get to that person to help them. Yeah, and I think you're gonna notice real quick that the five shorter of these people, actually all of them, now I look at it, they all have these kind of. Um, raggedy bow type things that they're going to knock. You kind of surprise them, so uh-huh. theoretically you won't be able to if you do a high danger, I think is what you're trying to do to get into this, get past these folks into this kind of person burning at the stake. Yes, can. And it, um, the way you describe that seems like you're trying to act fast. Sounds That sounds pretty good. I mean, my weapon also does have reach, if that would be an issue of like that I could attack them in that process to stop them from attacking me as I'm running forward. Well, but it's, that's the that's the problem. You gotta Sophie's choice of this. Are you focusing on I gotta help I gotta help that person. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Alright. In this case, defy danger plus dex. Alright, I got eight plus one, right? Eight, yeah. Eight plus one, nine. Awesome. I mean, kinda set this up pretty easy. I'm gonna definitely make you do the dramatic reveal of this arm. But um, you can probably get this person out at the cost of, we already set it up, but you're going to be kind of surrounded by these creatures. Okay. I can get this person out of there, but I'm going to be surrounded by them? <laughs> All right. So he's running and running and running. And again, he has his arm kind of like hidden through most of this. And then you see kind of like part of the cloak fall away. And you can see that he actually has a right arm. Um, like the cloak is kind of like like through it. And you see the, the vulp, these vulpine or lupine creatures um, like kind of draw back these bows and um, he raises it up above his head and the kind of cloak of it falls down a bit as like the loose cloak falls down mm-hmm. and it's just made of this like absolute shining white gold um, and it's an arm but it's an arm made out of it almost looks like uh, oh easy the, the shoulder is almost like the sun 
and then the rays of the sun oh, like make cool. up the musculature of the arm itself. But the arm doesn't have a hand. Instead, on the end is it almost looks like a. I read that book about whaling, like the tip of like a whaling lance, where it's like kind of like shaped a little like that, like a torpedo. Oh. Where it has almost like a, like a pointed hourglass like figure, kind of like a spaceship thing. And um, he Quite has express. that, and he. He kind of whips his arm back as he's sprinting forward, and you see that the tip of it extends out attached to a chain. He flings it around like a lasso almost, and he whips it into like the, the part with a. Uh, I'm imagining this person is like almost being burned at the stake. Yeah, exactly. And so it like whips it into that, thuds in really hard, and he just, as he's running, he like yanks it backwards, but he yanks it towards himself, and so as he like kind of like slides into this thing, catches this beam with this person like attached to it, and is like pulling them kind of like the, the ropes off of them, he like looks up and all these creatures are surrounding him as he just has this like glistening muscly arm. <laughs> We're gonna keep it on you for a second because now they're all like almost in a circle, they're all about to fire arrows directly in your face. Alright. Oh. Well, then in that case, if I'm, if I have the opportunity to defend myself at all, um, or is this another, or, or is the, or is the issue like, get out of here? Could fix the arrows? Well, yeah, yeah, I think the thing is either, um, yeah, I don't know if you can defend yourself in this specific. I think defending is either. Ooh, can I defend wanna, this person? Yeah, I think. Like, are you trying to get out of there, or um, with this person, or are you kind of going on the offense? I guess is the real question. Mm-hmm. I'll be burned alive. If, they, if they're if they're focused on me, then I'm gonna go on the offense. So long as they're not focused on this person. Cool. Yeah. Because Castro feels like I can defend myself. This person is the person I had to help. Now that I've helped them, if they're focused on me, fuck, I'll just beat the hell out of these fucks critters. That makes sense. So go back to your holes. He, he screams at he. Oh, he. Uh, now that he's like, I think he like pulled the ropes off this guy. Is that is that kosher? I think it's like still burning. That's that's fine by me. But he like pulled the the rope so the guy's not attached to the oh, log. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's fine. And he's gonna like almost whip the log around at these people. Sure. Awesome. So and then the heel says Hulk strength. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. very strong. But yeah, so he like takes this thing and just flings it at them on the, on this chain. Yeah. So I mean that seems like a hack and slash to me. Right? Awesome. Bashes. <laughs> Same shit. If you got it. Still rhymes. Um, but he did very poorly. Um, so it's I, I got a four, but nope, we can't do that. So I got a four. Okay. So can I make a suggestion of what happens or at least how this looks? Uh, sure. Well, I think so, you're gonna get arrowed. One one important thing mm-hmm. is though, you get an experience point. Awesome. I do. Time to power level. Miss, miss. Yeah, so he, he goes to like pull this thing. Uh, the log is just way heavier than he thought. So he like goes to, he goes to pull it. He just like yeah, <laughs> like a dog on a leash. Right there. <laughs> he just he stops and just gets hit by these arrows. Yeah, and like I said, that's when become like a was that four mirror like the arrows yeah. going <laughs> can you roll someone roll that eight for me this one <laughs> noise six of course six. son of a bitch <laughs> Try that, shit right that is rough I said there are five of those mm-hmm. so that's eleven damage eleven to ten damage for me I say <laughs> so alright that's that's just not an insignificant amount of damage yeah uh, and then look, he just yells like curse mm-hmm. are you sure he doesn't say curse Cursed! <laughs> Good point. Um, Cursed? Lohan, you're kind of sneaking in during... You mm-hmm. kind of... You see the, uh, like, transparent vision of you lo- watching this. What are you up to? So, there's kind of five of these creatures around him um, within chain arm's length. Mm-hmm. Probably closer than an archer would like to be to him. And then there's this other one that's taller and kind of standing off to the side. Well, kind of observing um, at this point. I think Lohan's trying to do a couple things while, uh, while Caster's providing a wonderful distraction. I think he's trying to... He's going towards the really tall one, but on the way, I think he passes by one of the smaller ones. I think he wants to try to steal the arrows from the small guy so he's not even more arrows to shoot, and then he wants to go mess up the bigger That's guy. That's fascinating. Do you, do you have um, a thief ability for stealing stuff? Yes. 
Tricks of the Trade. Roll plus Dex. On 10 plus, you do it. On a 7 and 9, you still do it, but the GM offers me two options between suspicion, danger, or cost. Oh, yeah. So, I can't so it. it's definitely going to be danger. Just throw it out there. Go for it. Yeah, danger or one other option. You get to choose two of those things. The way you Yeah. Well, way better than my plus Dex is a 10. Nice. So, you just do it? Steal, yeah, steal these arrows. That's awesome. I steal this guy's arrows, just rip. Boom right out of this little thing, and I put it in my your rags. Not uh, a lot of rags. You have a hunchback, you just stuff them into <laughs> just your, them right into your big, um, like a uh, benign tumor that is in your back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this cyst um, oozing out trail that you can fall on that. So, might just leave that scene there where you're like you're just like Ooh. taking all of these <laughs> and they're just disappearing, <laughs> just like floating and then disappearing into nothing. I kind of love that. So I want to see what Rokai is doing real fast. You're kind of away from the fray so far. I'm still moving up, but I'm not like spreading yeah. out there. Yeah, twenty thirty paces behind. Yeah, I'm in this. It's it's like there's not rounds or anything, so it's, we can. Yeah, yeah, I just, I'm like, I'm not rushing in. Yeah. Because I particularly want to see what, I mean, what what Mohan does with these. Well, you can't see. Well, I can't see. (laughs) Um, You wait for me to appear. Yeah, what's the plan, though? And you haven't attacked yet. I haven't appeared, but at the same time, I think it's totally cool if you're like, I've given him time, he'll be fine. Oh, no. I've got got other things. So you kind of want to hold off? No, no, I'm going to hold off on casting a spell, (laughs) but I'm not holding off on doing something. Gotcha. So... So I was a few paces behind. I'm seeing... I've got an eye for what Lohan likes to do. So yeah. I see that the arrows are being pulled <laughs> uh-huh. from somebody's quiver. Yep. And I see the the massive distraction caused by unnamed yeah. burn victim and... Caster. Um, Caster. I feel almost like Caster's like on his knees. That's, that was like a devastating amount of damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got like a bunch of arrows in him. So... I so have, uh, Yeah. There was, a lot of, there was a lot of damage. Yeah. But how long does it take to glean information from a book? Um... Do you think you're, you're trying to figure out what these creatures are? Yes. So I'm imagining that I'm like jogging, maybe not jogging, maybe like. No, I'm, I'm totally fine. This is, this is the most wizard Literally. thing you could do. Okay. So I'm imagining I'm jaunting up. I'm like glancing up, seeing what's going on. And at the same time, I'm like speed reading through. No, and it's not like you you have to read it then. It's like, oh, I have this book, so I uh, this is why I know this fact. You oh, have to currently oh, read it. Okay. Yeah. I do really enjoy the visual. <laughs> yeah. Kind of walking I mean, up and like, oh, I mean, they're getting. I'm totally fine with that. Real quick. Let me turn it so I can see in the light of the bonfire. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So there's, so. A, there's a move. When you consult your accumulated knowledge about something, that's spout lore. Oh, those yeah. basic moves. Okay. So it sounds like that's what you're doing, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, in fact, given that it is spouting lore, this is, in fact, my precise intent. It is to literally be shouting at the top of my lungs whatever it is, the knowledge that I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well... We'll, we'll see how the rule goes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, no, no. So I might just be shouting nonsense, but stoles of their fur are beautiful. The goal, <laughs> so the goal is to be like aggressively, like I'm like accosting them by walking at them. I got my staff in my hand, and I'm like, it's almost like I'm saying some sort of dispelling thing, but clearly it's not. <laughs> um, that's yeah. the the idea. You're just like they migrate south for winter. So. <laughs> exactly. And now, it, and you said. One of your books pertains to this? Yes. What's the title of that book? Creatures of the Realms Ooh. or something. Can I suggest it's The Fox and the Mound? <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> we are Creatures of the Realm. Sure. Makes more sense. No, either one. I'm, either I'm one thinking it's um, A Fool's Guide to Disturbing Sights of the Forest. Nice. Yeah, that's why. Remember to jot that down because that's in your collection now. Okay. That's why you're five. And give us, a, give us a roll. And because you've used or you title a book, you get a plus one to this rule, in addition to whatever your intelligence is. I shouldn't have chosen such a long name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to write down my entire book real fast. <laughs> my publisher's being real pain in the pools. <laughs> I got a seven, plus one, plus my int, which should be plus two. I flipped my page. Yeah, that's ten, 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 So, boom! So, on 10 plus, the GM will tell you something interesting and useful about the subject relevant to your situation. Okay, perfect. So, these are actually called nulls. Nulls? Oh, the nulls. So, the null is spelled with a G. Okay. Oh, that's like null, like grassy null. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking thinking very different. So, um, often they're 
hyena-like faces. These guys are kind of weird looking, so who knows what they are? So very large. But um, they get into um, like packs. They use pack kind of stuff. It's weird that they're doing a bonfire. You don't know much about that. But one how useful, they like useful bit of information is that they almost always have a pack alpha, and the pack alpha is like the strongest one. And it doesn't always have to be a null. Like sometimes they're known for like oh, an ogre walks by and challenges the um, null alpha, and if it kills the alpha, then that's the new alpha, and they'll just listen to the ogre until someone else beats up the ogre. So, easy theory is that that tall yeah. null on the outside is just the alpha going on. Okay. Then, so I'm walking up, I got my staff in yeah. both my hands. So what is it that you Super shout? pissed, and I'm shouting, Nulls often have hyena faces, but sometimes <laughs> they are different faces. Oh, even better. Nulls are known to have an alpha. That alpha can take any form. You just need to kill the previous alpha. Go for the alpha. <laughs> nice. All right. I think as this this is shouting on, we're going to go I, back to I Caster. Think, I think Cat. I think Caster gets hit by all these arrows, and he he snaps off like one of them or something like that. And he, um, an alpha, huh? I don't know how raspy I should be here. <laughs> and then he uh, his eyes kind of clear, and he sees this like giant, and. Um, he just says to this person, and he's like, duck and cover. And he fl- like flings himself, like whipping this thing and like trying to like just spear at the larger, uh, the larger creature with reckless abandon. Oh, is that um, one of your moves? Nope. Okay. <laughs> nope. He's just saying <laughs> it. It sounded like it. Yeah. <laughs> it he said it with such confidence. <laughs> I feel like um, since these jerks are kind of uh, surrounding you, that mm-hmm. feels like that might be another fight danger to get, get there. But let's see. Powering through makes the most sense. We described it. Yeah. So that's a strength. Should be pretty good. You're going to hit a seven. Not too bad. I'm going to be a jerk, but it's my job. So the thing is, this person, they just like duck and cover. He's, he's looks like he's passed out now. Mm-hmm. Passed out or dead, possibly. And he's like dead weight. And it's like you're not going to be able to charge carrying this person. Oh, I wasn't planning on charge. I was telling him to like duck. Oh, so you're leaving so he him didn't there? get hit by the chains while he around. Oh, no, just so I could attack this thing. Yeah, I'm saying you can yeah, charge through this, this circle of fiends if you mm-hmm. leave him there. You're okay with that? I gotta trust that these guys are gonna do something about it. Yes. Cool. Well, been watch us. Mm-hmm. All right. I wouldn't think about saving that guy. Do you want to follow up with, looks like you're gonna hack and slash this mm-hmm. other guy? Yes. Do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> There we go. Ooh, so we got a uh, eleven. Yeah. So on hack and slash, you get this is the one where you get a choice if you right. want. Your option: you may choose to do plus one d six damage, but expose yourself to the enemy's attack on a ten plus. I said I'm just I'm attacking with reckless abandon, so I feel I'm that. definitely doing that. Plus one d six. Yep. Ten out of six. We get damage. Ooh, seven and a five. Twelve. Ooh, nice. Twelve. Oh, plus one because of my weapon. Thirteen, yeah. So, uh, if if you describe what this creature is, I can maybe describe how that rolls or how that goes down. Yeah, let's, let's is see. It, is it possible? Give you some flavor. Is it possible to aid a damage roll or no? No. Okay, just the base roll. Yeah, just the base. Okay. Let's see. First of all, let's let's see what kind of damage you're getting back. Um, can you roll a d10 again for me? Oh, three. Oh, that's not that bad. Oh, not bad. And then, is it just three? No, it's plus one, and it's piercing as well. So it goes. Oh, yeah, yeah, it goes through armor. Okay, so, so it goes through one armor. For how much? How much piercing? I think plus one in piercing. I think, I think yeah. There's usually a number for piercing. Yeah, right? five, so five, it must be, be piercing one. Yeah, I assume yeah. so. Okay, so four. So I would normally take four if I had no armor. I have two armor, so I would just take two. But it's one piercing, so, it's so like three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering if that was a typo and it's supposed to be just not a plus one, but just one pierce. I'm fine with it being it's either fine. way. Alright. Well, uh, I have 13 yeah, hit points. It looks like I said B. Yeah. yeah. I was like, mm, wait, I don't remember either one. I'm fine. But, um, especially depending on what this is, that might be like, oh, of course it would have. So he, he just kind of bites you, maybe like in your neck or shoulder or something. Well, what is this? What is this thing? Just another one of these? Yeah, it's a yeah. big, it's, it's just a big, oh, it's just a large. Okay. But you. Murderize this person. Okay. So, oh, oh, the uh, he like he just charges with reckless abandon, and the um, 
the the uh, the like the the barb of his arm like kind of comes out and slumps on the ground, and as he runs towards this thing, he like whips at it. Like as he's almost like karate kicking at this at, at this creature, and um, the creature like and he are just about to to like clash with each other, and it just stabs into him like a like a spearhead, mm-hmm. and um, uh, it like bites onto him, and he's like ah, and he just yanks it back, and it just as it rips back through him, you just see this viscera spray all over uh, <laughs> Caster, yeah. and then this creature is like. And its mouth like slackens and slumps it off. Oh, that's amazing! Yep. Yeah, nice. And well, you killed that alpha. This is and I I feel like he his entire body is uh, coated in this thing's blood, except the arm. The arm ends up like slight, like like all this stuff, like almost like yeah, like nonstick pan, just like (laughs) glowing. And this isn't a dig, but I love this fucking anime character you made. (laughs) This is great. That was my goal with this. so yeah, when that happens, um, Lohan, you're next to this uh, circle <laughs> of archers, um, like he, it's kind of far away from the alpha, the blood fountain going on. <laughs> yeah, there is a Jeez. ninja scroll. Part. Yeah, exactly. Spraying. And they were all pointing, um, like aiming their bows at him, at Caster. And then once they kill, once he kills the alpha, they just kind of look at each other and kind of put their knock their um, <laughs> arrows. Is that it? Perfect. Mm-hmm. And then. Just kind of they're dog creatures, so they're probably like <laughs> like doing the dog noise, you know, of like mm-hmm. submission, I guess. And they kind of just all walk a few steps over to him and just all take a knee in front of um, Caster over here. Is this um, person's kind of smoking that you left over there? And kind of the battle's over here. What, what's what's going on now? Like, um, I think Caster yells like, "Make sure he's make sure he's okay." I mean, I'll go over there and see about this guy while these. Yeah. Weird dog creatures are worshipping my friend, that's fine. I don't yeah. know. Or my second dad, I guess. I'm... Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you go over the to Tom this... Selleck of the group. <laughs> I, that's three men and a baby. You go over to this guy and he's burnt to a crisp. He's like wow. awful, but maybe as you rouse him or something, you try to check out what's going on. He kind of wakes up for a minute, stirs, I guess, and it's just like, um, get to my wife in Hamlet. And he hands you something. Mm-hmm. And then just oh, kind of no. goes limp. And then in his other hand, you notice, though, as he kind of relaxes dead, he kind of just, his fingers open up and he's holding, like, something in the palm of his hand, the other hand. But he hands you, like, a bag of coin. I'll take both of those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll just slip them away. So, of course you will. <laughs> so, you're going to get some gold. It's going to be, can you roll a d10 for me? Uh, sure. Three. Ooh. Can you roll that four times? And add them up? Because it's your coins. Uh, 13, 16, 19. You like threes. I like threes movies. Sometimes oh. are more. Oh, yeah. So it just has 19 gold coins in it. All right. And, and the other thing, it was, it looks like this, um, it's like still glowing, kind of. It's like this little, like, oval, ovoid sphere, I guess. An egg, maybe. <laughs> I guess it's an easier <laughs> way to say that. Ovoid sphere. Yeah. <laughs> That's my other character, ovoid sphere. <laughs> yeah, it just, um, like, there's grooves in it that look like an eye. Okay. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, the, like the eye. Yeah, I understand. And it's like the embers or something are glowing red that are shaped the uh, the eye. And then as it kind of... But it's cool to the touch. And as you're kind of holding it, it kind of, like, dims and then turns... It's, like, black. Or no, it's red. That makes more sense. It's, 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 it's shouting over at you. I'm like, hey, I see a magic thing. What's easy you're trying shit. to put it into your easy shit? Your pack. Well, you're actually still invisible. Yeah, <laughs> that makes it worse. It's not, I can't even hide this with my body. They just see through me, and they see this guy be like, "Take these things," and then the things disappear, and they're like, "Uh." Yeah. So yeah, you. Um, so I'm like, "Hey, that's a magic thing," and then I hunt invisible. Oh yeah, I can do that whenever you want. Yeah, you can. So what are you doing with these gnolls? So I know you're based on what uh, Rokai said. That whoever defeats the alpha is the new alpha, and mm-hmm. they're like bending a knee to me mm-hmm. based on that I defeated the biggest one of them. So yes. that makes sense. So we still need to get to Hamlet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think that he just says like, "Show us the way to Hamlet," and they kind of just all look at each other and 
Um, now they're now I'm just imagining like golden retriever men. Yeah, <laughs> just a bunch of Mr. Peanut Butters running around. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. but they they kind of like bark at each other for a minute, like they just just sprint away, like on all fours, kind of gone. like horrifying, like werewolf running. Ah, hate it. But like running the, the same way that you were going in this direction, back along the road. Okay. All right. Walk and follow them. I'm walking at a fast pace. Ooh. All right. So, so these, you guys. Oh, uh, well, okay. I also want to add at the very end, just as, as if as if your god were watching over you, that's when dawn breaks. Mm-hmm. And maybe with the oh, additional yeah. light, you can see in the distance, like, the maybe, like, wooden parapets of, yeah. uh, of, of, of... You know what you would see is there's, um, like, a stone tower. Oh, and that's what okay. you would see at first. Thanks for joining us for this episode of This American Dice's preview of Scale and Shadow. The cast was Jacob as Rokai the Wizard, Brandon as Aloha the Thief, Austin as Caster the Fighter, and David as the Game Master. Scott helped out with the intro. Music was provided by Cowpay. We played Dungeon World by Sage Latour and Adam Coble, and drew heavy inspiration from the Village of Hamlet by Gary Gygax. If you liked what you heard, why not share it with a friend or two? If you really liked it, you can rate, review, or subscribe to This American Dice on your favorite podcatcher. Join us next week for another episode of This American Dice. Alright, so my character's signature weapon is, uh, he has a prosthetic arm. <gasps> okay, no, that's okay. Prosthetic that's arm fine. That is, that is a weapon. Sure. Um, and it almost like Hellboy style, like can like shoot out like a on a chain, like a spear kind of a thing, okay. and then retract and come back. Cool, that's fine. Yeah, that makes that sense. Yeah, okay, just wanted to make sure. I'm not making. Cr- they- I know my character. <laughs> like I just clenched everything. Like oh, yeah. I'm ready for this. It's gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah, he's a baby, <laughs> and that, that's the umbilical cord. <laughs> <laughs> Um, For classic barking sound. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a dog. I don't have a dog. It um, goes. I'm a dog. <laughs> and they jump, right? They jump from branch to branch. <laughs> they spread their wings. <laughs> <laughs>